Welcome to Forecast, the Forbes Shadow Podcast, seeking glimpses of heaven on earth through conversations about people's lives and work. I'm Jarrell, and with me today are my co-hosts, Will and Josh. Today, we conclude this year's season, Songs of Ascent, Pilgrimage and Worship, exploring the journeys we make in search of wholeness in God. We will discuss pilgrimages we've been on this year and the texts that have nourished and strengthened us on the way. And this is our last episode of the season, so I'd like to thank Will and Jarrell for really pushing us to get this one done in the midst of a busy season. And it's also nice to round off the season with episode 60 rather than if we had ended it on episode 59, just in terms of round round numbers. And um, I wish this was a video um, episode because our viewers would be able to see that Will is actually walking in the middle of a park at night in the Southern California <laughs> area, so it's not too cold, but quite a no. unique uh, uh, backdrop. Definitely, definitely. Living, living the Pasadena dream once again. I should probably move away from the road as I live the dream. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's funny now that you mentioned it, Josh, not only am I having a Southern California night, I think for the first time in perhaps 20 years, and that's not that long, but nearly that long, we are all in Southern California at the same time. Wow. Good yes. Point. Yes. Yet in different uh, locations. Yes, it's yeah, right. yeah, somehow somehow <laughs> not coalesce together. We we really need to rectify that next time. Uh we are all in the, the same state and the same part of the state at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh gotta gotta get at that. Anyway, gents, how are you doing? What's new in your lives? What's 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 going on? How are the kiddos? How is your uh we're recording this just after Christmas and just before the new year. So what's going on? Well, um, it's nice to be back in California, uh, just celebrating the the, uh, the season with family. Um, um, my wife and son are, are with us, and uh, th- we've been enjoying. Um, we've gone to the beach. We've been at the mountains. We just spent lots of time with family, and um, uh, we did some singing this evening, some caroling with them, which I really enjoyed. So it's been a lovely time out here, and just getting over the jet lag now, but it's been really lovely. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and uh, Christmas over here has been great. Uh, spending some time, yeah, wife and daughter, and um, it was almost two in January. Uh, wow. it's, it's kind of a interesting season because uh, the year before, she wasn't quite old enough to uh, understand, uh, you know, what was happening. You know, the concept of like the Christmas tree or the, um, you know, the opening of gifts and things. And so this year, she was particularly aware of everything and. So she, you know, you know, Christmas and just kind of a, a general, uh, you know, joyous, pleasant vibe. So, uh, but it's been good. How fun. That's awesome. And how about you, Will? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm back in Southern California, actually for my brother-in-law's wedding, which will be happening in, in, uh, Riverside, uh, California, which is. If you know your California geography, a bit inland from uh, and north of San Diego and inland from Pasadena, where I am right now. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's always kind of surreal to come back to California and, and experience it. The, the, the native, the motherlands, as they say, and yet feeling more and more uh, detached 
It's mm-hmm. a very it's a very strange thing. I'll get into a little bit of that, I think, in my pilgrimage journey chat, which I guess we can launch into now. And since I'm already waxing eloquent, I guess uh, I'll just go for it. Sure, sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, so the the, the prompt here over the last year, uh, what is like a pilgrimage and journey you've been on? So as the as the uh, astute listener will know, and as it's probably been hammered in too many times, I am currently a graduate student. I'm a PhD student at the University of Georgia, where I live in Athens with my wife, Yasha, and uh, we're loving our life out there. But graduate school is this like very arduous, constantly self-doubt inflicting time. (laughs) Like, what am I doing with my life? I'm in my mid thirties. And for some reason, I'm still a student. What is going on? Uh, And that's not to knock people who go back to school ever in their life. It just feels like I need to like, I need to get going on something. And I think that's been one of the tensions I've been navigating over the last couple of years was, um, was feeling, especially as being a student again, was feeling like, oh man, am I contributing? Am I doing enough? Is this a, is this a weird distraction for a moment just so that I can like not buckle down and do something more serious? Uh, or is this the serious thing? And is this the serious thing I seriously want to do? You know? (laughs) So, uh, it, that, that's been uh, that's been a little bit uh, bewildering at times, to say the least. Um, and along with that, I, I've taken stock of all the physical places I've lived over the last few years, you know, and been in the, the, the sort of the physical and emotional stretching that is required to uh, to to get to these uh, to, to, to pick up and relocate you know, and what it's like to constantly be nomadic. And we heard a little bit about that this season in the interview I did with my father-in-law and, and having a kind of a parallel experience um, and, and, and the, the kind of the, the toll that can take over time and yet how, how, how much of a, a reward there is sometimes there as well in, in the encounters you get to have and in the experiences you get in fresh places with, with fresh people. Um, I think also in in the spirit of like my continued studies and education kind of I found myself uh really trying to own this uh inquisitive question asking um progressing toward not a, a finish line of ultimate knowledge but just learning more and and ultimately what that's proven is that it's I'm I'm learning how much I don't know about everything <laughs> and uh and this has been both uh, in- incredible. And again, it, it, that comes with some, uh, some, some loss, I guess. Um, and, and, and loss that maybe requires a bit of, of lament. And I think part of my journey into learning and, and discovery, both through seminary several years ago and, and in this phase now, and having gone through when we went to college, uh, and where we went to college, coming in hungry to to learn more about what it is to to be a christian or a kind of a christian and 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 a brand i realize there are so many brands <laughs> if we want to use that word of christians and then finding that i could do music the kind of music i kind of like doing in church context i was like oh my gosh having that journey and then being rewarded with a job that was doing that only to see or find that that job became more and more untenable over time for me because of just the other learning and growing and experiencing I was doing, there's been, I've 
I've encountered, I guess, a little bit of not just disillusionment, but sort of, uh, yeah, and, and despair is maybe too strong of a word, but this sense of loss and in the midst of this growth and in the midst of this journey, moving away from a world that I had really been calibrated for and become comfortable in as the perennial worship leader guy uh, into a space where I don't go to church anymore. Like I don't like, I don't, and I don't want to, <laughs> I think that that's like such like an interesting, uh, thing that's happened and, and kind of organically, it's not just been the byproduct of, 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 uh, you know, some quick cold break, but it's been this, it's been this very meticulous kind of thoughtful journey. And along, along that journey, and 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 being detached from a really specific faith community, if if I'm if I'm identifying churches explicitly as faith communities, I've also found that I I'm I've entered this new wonderful wilderness that I'm I'm calling sort of post Christendom or, or or post Christianity, and there are other people who use that term to describe a condition or a belief or a a sense of the world that I am now articulating. But um, I think for me, suffice to say, and not take up too much more time in my section, my journey now is into this sort of wonderful wilderness of post-Christianity where I want to continue to explore what, um, what sinews or, or residual elements of, of Christianity uh, that I have been formed in and grown up around and and participated in and and taught in and all this stuff what what parts of those things are useful moving forward as i continue to journey um into this into this wonderful wilderness and what things aren't and i'm finding a lot of things aren't um uh, and i'm and i'm definitely interested in in living an enriched and connected and loving life uh, serving the world, the wider world and those around me, uh, being, you know, a good, uh, neighbor, a good husband, all of those things that I think are values that are consistent with quote, orthodox or regular, or just good old fashioned Christianity, but detached from some of the, uh, institutional and ideological trappings that I've grown, uh, weary of, <laughs> to say the least. So, um, yeah, that, that also means that, uh, moving forward, uh, I guess this is something we can leave here now or edit for the end. I will be, uh, sort of indefinitely stepping away from my full time. If we want to call it that role with the podcast as a, as a host so that I can more earnestly, uh, explore some of these, uh, sort of post-Christian questions, not to, um, discourage the listener or the host interested in some of the uh more conventional um christian uh world and its uh wonderful elements that we have highlighted here on this show uh but i'm going to be uh moving away and and hopefully you know in some capacity still definitely friends with my with my dudes jarell and josh uh and connected with them and who knows, maybe in some way, shape, or form connected with uh, foreshadow and forecast into the future. But this is where my journey's let me, and sustaining me along the way has just been just a 
steady stream of some great musical encounters that always surprised me. The prophets that are out there in filmmaking world right now doing like major blockbuster films, but saying incredible, incredibly profound things about the human condition and human uh, experience. And then also uh, having experiences um, with uh, with loved ones and friends and, and being challenged by them. Uh, they they sustain me in ways and, and oftentimes unexpected ways, subtle ways that that um, that really um, inspire me to keep going on this journey. Thank you, Will. Yeah, that, that I think that's yeah, it's helpful. That's helpful to hear your journey, and I think that's something that we've, uh, me and our listeners probably have witnessed throughout the, the podcast um, from the beginning, um, and. Um, and so I want to thank you for all of the effort and energy that you've put into this project. And um, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank and you. just, yeah, because um, it wouldn't be what it is. Like for instance, this episode wouldn't be happening if it weren't for you. You have often, um, you've like really organized a lot of the, the, the podcast and motivated uh, me and the team in many ways. Um, and so um, I don't know how the, Forecast will continue next year. That's something that we still need to, uh, I and we still need to, and the team will still need to think about. Uh, and and if it did continue, it will certainly uh, be very different uh, without you. But I I do I am I'm glad that you're still willing to be connected in some ways, even if not a part of the official team, um, remaining connected. Uh, and it's even just personally, um, I've been really grateful for just being ha having you as a friend alongside me on on this journey from the beginning of before really from the beginning of foreshadow um especially um during covid times and uh, coming out of covid and um and so it's been also great to just to keep in touch with you as well through this i think will has uh has uh, lost battery on his phone he was saying that he uh, about 10 minutes ago he was at 11 percent jarell so I'm guessing that he's lost um, battery now. Um, Quite timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite the timing. Yeah. Well, um, well Josh, we, would you like to uh, yeah. pick up with your, uh, your journey, your pilgrimage at this point? Sure. Um, so, um, yeah, as... Um, so as for, well, kind of carrying on what I was saying to Will, um, in, in over the past few years, um, I've, uh, a lot of my work has been working from home, um, and that has, has given me a lot of time to be doing foreshadow, but for me, a big change this year, and it may be in, in, a, in a, not opposite direction from Will, but in a different direction from Will, um, a big change for me this year was, um, becoming an Orthodox Christian, um, being, uh, it's called chrismated um, because I've already been baptized. It's it's being welcomed into the church through anointing, and um, but in addition to that, starting a new job at a high school. So no longer working from home, um, but working at a high school as a cover supervisor, um, and which is basically um, a substitute teacher at at one local high school, um, and journeying towards becoming um, a teacher. And so although that's not a physical pilgrimage, it is a journey of vocation, which links to last year's theme. 
and um, identity. And so kind of combining the two things I've mentioned, becoming an Orthodox Christian and becoming a cover supervisor, I've learned how my faith works itself out through my daily work at the school. And, um, and I've been understanding that work as a, a task or a calling that's been given to me by God. And so um, it also includes a physical commute, maybe not a pilgrimage, but every day I drive to school. Um, and I use that time to prepare um, mainly emotionally, spiritually, mentally, but also physically um, through breathing, for instance, and trying to just um, get ready and, and, and relax before the day starts as well as praying on, on those journeys. And so I find that that helps to ground me and prepare me for the challenges I face each day. Um, and uh, I think uh, last year, Jarrell, we Will and I interviewed you and we talked about um, tuning pianos. And, uh, and, uh, and I think we made a connection between that and how prayer can help us to tune spiritually and ourselves spiritually. And so I find that Preparing the day in that way while I'm driving to school is a way of tuning myself and preparing me to be ready um, mm -hmm. in a spiritually and emotionally and mentally. Um, and so in terms of the texts that nourish and strengthen me, um, th there's many that I could mention, but one that I want to focus on now is it's an more of an idea that I try to think about and remind myself of each day. And that idea is... Um, living with an attitude of thanksgiving or living eucharistically um, because the word eucharist comes from the greek word for thanksgiving and uh, this idea came to me during a class i was take i was class i was taking about worship and um, we were taught that in the class that um, sunday worship can be a model for how we are lived called to live every day of our lives so um, on sundays in, in in the tradition i am in and many other Christian traditions, we come together to celebrate the Lord's Supper. And um, we offer to God the gifts of the earth in the form of bread and wine and, and with thanksgiving. And we believe that in so doing, God offers himself to us by transforming those gifts into Jesus' body and blood, which we receive. And so this teaches us that we can live all of our lives in a similar pattern, eucharistically, that each day, we can offer to God our lives, our situations, the people around us in thanksgiving and expect and hope that God will bless us in return. That God will give himself back to us as we do that. So I try to remind myself of this in the middle of my lessons, even in the aftermath of difficult lessons. And I think this helps me to, um, to really make sense of my life and uh, live in orientation towards God. And, and it just uh it, it really makes sense to me and helps me to make sense of a lot of things when i when i when i give thanks for everything in my life even the challenging things um and offer it up to god and um and 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 expect and hope that god will somehow uh, meet me in the in the midst of that hmm. yeah that's good josh i that resonates the i guess the attitude of gratitude if you will uh, does really resonate with me. I, um, yes, likewise in similar fashion, just being mindful to be thankful, uh, I guess, or yeah, aware of that, right? Um, not taking things for granted in that way, but um, 
Yeah. Well, what about you, Jarrell? What what um, pilgrimage have you been on this year? And what, what have been some texts that have nourished and strengthened you? Yes, so I think the the biggest thing um, on the yeah forefront of my mind is uh, what having a you know daughter and uh, raising her. So this it is the the parenting journey, um, and like you are on, and we're both kind of on at the same uh, about the same time. I think it's just maybe it's mm -hmm. a week or two apart. Um, our kids, and so that's really been. Uh, something that is just, um, how do you say? It's just been the thing I'm really thinking about. And I guess hard not to, uh, because she's the first one we, we wake up. She, I mean, she wakes up first before we do so. Uh, and, um, it's, uh, and it's been a joy to do a, a privilege really. And I think, um, it's something that I want to uh, engage with um, as as truthfully, as honorably as I can, doing the best that I can to raise um, raise a human. Um, and I think uh, it, it in a way it begs to uh, how do you say it makes me think. I should say that it makes me think of my own uh, childhood, how I grew up, all the circumstances surrounding that, uh, you know, the good parts, the not so good parts, um, and kind of trying to reconcile all those things from, you know, from birth to now in the present, and then realizing what kind of a person I am now, you know, grateful for who I am but it hasn't come without some uh really hard moments and thinking that okay at it's at some point there will be some hard moments for my daughter and mm. um I think uh that's probably the biggest thing that's like I'm wrestling with in this journey is wanting my part and my piece of it you know, and my wife's piece, both of us, like how um, wanting that to be as good as it can be. Um, and so I guess with that, some of the um, the texts, I guess, if you will, is, is more like uh, more a podcast that I've been um, listening to. Um, it's called How Other Dads Dad. Mm. Uh, it's based in Australia. Um, and uh, Hamish Blake is the Australian uh, comedian and host. He's uh, been a radio TV host. Um, he's got two kids of himself uh, of his own too, and um, they're about ages like five to eight. Um, other guests on the show or other um, other dads uh, in Australia. So there may be uh, celebrities themselves in some ways, or um, but uh, nevertheless, so the the format generally starts with you know. Uh, their dad's stats, you know, how many kids they have. And it ranges from everybody who's from newborns, uh, dads with newborns to dads with kids like in their twenties or older. Um, and then ask each of the guests, like what their top three dadding philosophies are. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so with 
with this, it's I one of the big themes that keeps coming up uh, is uh, being present uh, with their kids. And, you know, as kids, the focus is almost all, if not 100%, about the here and now. Um, you know, why they are happy now about something is because it's just, it's what's in front of them. Uh, why they're, you know, upset and, and crying is because they didn't get something that was right now. And um, as and even as much as you try to reason with kids, they just don't understand that quite yet. That, you know, it's like, oh, we'll get it later on. You know, you can almost kind of toss that dialogue out the, out the window. Uh, you know, and then it's quite the opposite, you know, the case with us as adults. You know, we are juggling many of the day-to-day -day things that call for our attention uh, and our focus diverts in multiple directions, you know, at all at the same time. And you're, you know, so let's say you're sitting there with your kid playing, you know, some modern day equivalent of wooden blocks. Uh, and there can be this tendency to try to rush off and, you know, get on to the next thing, hurry mm -hmm. up and get them to nap time so I can catch up on those emails or, you know, and, and I think the thing we, we take for granted um, in that moment is, you know, oh, I've got time, you know, like we've got time with our kids. It's like, and the funny thing is, is that, you know, every parent, you know, who's going to, who's gone before, you know, wants to impart this one piece of advice to you. And it's so commonplace that you can almost sense that they're about to say it. And it's, it's this, enjoy it because it goes by so fast. And so that being said, it's like what I've been doing as best I can is being present, uh, being present with my daughter, because I know that, you know, what's happening now is what's important. Uh, and, and that other thing that's calling for my attention will never hold as much weight as the moment when I look back and say, wow, how fast did the time go by? Um, I, I, and I think this concept surely extends to, you know, other areas of life too. Um, and, you know, to be actively present with our family, our friends, you know, putting aside, um, any thought or possible thought of like taking those things for granted, like, oh, they'll be there tomorrow or I'll see you next year or we'll hang out again soon. Or those, you know, the things that we usually just say, um, and uh, and of course, there is some, how do you say, uh, there's some, I guess, I don't know what you want to say, realistic expectations about, you know, some of those things. It's like, yeah, you can only do so much with your time and, yeah. and all of that. But at the same time, I think this, the spirit from which it comes from is, uh, yes, gratitude, right? And, um, and really embracing that. Um, there was some parallels there too, where I was like thinking, okay, this idea of being present, um, I, I couldn't help but think about too, like, you know, Jesus saying like the kingdom of heaven is, it's right here, you know? And um, it's, uh, I know at, at as much as we think about, you know, the possible uh, possibility of, um, whatever is the future, whatever is beyond our death, um, heaven. And um, that it is important to 
live here now um and not forsake now um because mm -hmm. i think that ties into so many other things too about you know forsaking our our bodies in some way uh because there will be the hope of heaven and that almost negates now so there's a fine balance there i think too with those two ideas of uh, the here and now the future what's to come the hope that we have you know that's like oh all that stuff is like uh um there's a yeah a lot to work and and wrestle with in that way but nevertheless i think that's the biggest thing and the biggest word um to me this uh these days is is being present thank you <clears throat> thank you Drew. i can really relate to that as well um and uh, not only also as as a father myself, but even in these days that I've been spending with my family here in California and um, mm. really appreciating this time, but realizing that I just have a few days left before we go back um, and just really trying to um, be thankful for the time that I have with my family and, um, um, and just appreciating it and not... Um, you know, trying to kind of get the most of it, but not by getting the most, I mean, by just appreciating and giving thanks for the time that I have with them. Yeah, yeah. Do I find that like even just framing everything, right, with that, with Thanksgiving, with gratitude, that like, uh, or yes, to be cognizant, just to say, I am thankful for this moment, uh, is enough to kind of give everything of what is happening in, that moment what it needs right um and so um yeah very touchy-feely but for sure it's uh i think that that's how we were built right mm. yeah and, and and what you mentioned there about um like taking care of one's own body as well that um foreshadows our next year's theme which is um in the image in the flesh creation and incarnation and um, and then that tension that you describe between heaven in the age to come and earth, um, well, I guess in this season of Christmas, we really celebrate that because heaven and earth come together in the incarnation of Jesus, um, his being born and um, of both being born of a woman, but also being the eternal son of God. And, um, and so we will look forward to exploring that theme further next year. Um, and just um, to our listeners, by, uh, by the way, we are posting Christmas stories, songs, and poems that relate to that theme already this year during the Christmas season. Um, and at the end of this episode, I am planning to post um, some share. I mean, so listen to the end of this episode, and, I'm, uh, and you, you'll be able to hear some um, original Christmas songs composed um, and performed by one of our contributors as well. Um, but the the work that will be in line with next year's theme, uh, you can um, look out for that in in January of next year. Were there any um, final thoughts that you wanted to mention, Jarrell, before we we closed for the for this episode and for the the season? No, I think that's great. I mean, and you 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 wrap that up nicely, especially tying into the next year's uh, the theme of next year. Uh, so, nope. Okay. Nailed it. Well, yeah. And uh, and again, we just want uh, we just want to thank 
Will, um, especially, uh, and also our guests for the year, um, at, for the the time, the insights, and the energy, the perspectives that they've given that have enriched our explorations this year of pilgrimage and worship. And I do hope that our listeners will go back and and listen to um, those episodes and those conversations we've had. And if you've enjoyed our conversation, uh, please let us know by leaving a review, emailing us at foreshadowmagazine at gmail.com, or connecting on various social media platforms. You can also visit foreshadowmagazine.com to read new writings and listen to other conversations. There you can sign up for a free newsletter sharing new work every week. Thanks for listening. That's the forecast for today. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Mary's child, newly born, let me hold you close Are you God's? Are 
Oh 